Welcome to the Between Me and God podcast. My name is Amber, and I am excited about the episode today titled What It Takes to Be Fulfilled. How y'all feeling today? I'm really excited about this word. I know this word is going to bless you real bad, okay, because it blessed me real bad. Talking about fulfillment, that very thing that we seem to always be striving to feel, like the, the very thing that we desire to feel, but we always end up chasing. So today we're going to break down how we change our perspective, how we get a godly perspective on fulfillment. But before we get into that, of course, ladies, come and join Women Who Will Ministries. It is growing so fast. God is doing so much amazing work over there. We have workshops coming up. We just ended an amazing fast. We do a fast each quarter. It was awesome. God really gave some awesome messages. We had a new speaker um, come on. And so it has been so much fun. We recently had a game night as well. There's been a ton of great things happening with Women Who Will Ministries. And best of all, we have had the opportunity to serve. God has allowed us to be a resource to others. And so we are really excited about what's going on and also going to just drop a little early announcement is that we will be having our very first in-person event in Atlanta in October. So I'll get back to you on the details, but look out for that if you were in the Atlanta area or if you plan to maybe make a trip, go ahead and make that decision because we are going to celebrate our one year official anniversary in October. So we're super excited about that. So come on over to Women Who Will Ministries. I'll have the information for that in the show notes. So all right, let's get into the topic today. So what we're going to do in this episode is we're going to break down how to change our perspective on fulfillment, right? And so the reason why this is such a big deal for so many people is because it's this feeling that we desire to have. We want to feel fulfilled, right? So the first thing that we're going to do in order to change our perspective on fulfillment is understand that we can't pray everything away. We can. I know that it's against what your mama taught you, your auntie taught you, your pastor taught you. I know that you may have been taught to pray everything away, but what we have to understand about fulfillment is that fulfillment is the completion of a process. Fulfillment isn't just the destination, okay? It's the completion of the process. And that's why we find ourselves consistently praying for a new destination, consistently chasing a new destination, but then we still feel unfulfilled. So you prayed for that job, you wanted to make more money, you get that job, you complain in your current job, then you get that next one. And then after a little time, you feel unfulfilled again, right? And that's because we keep chasing destinations and we're not understanding that that fulfillment that we seek is in the completion of a process. So we may move to that next destination, but did we complete the process that God intended for us? So we can't pray everything away. In order to bear fruit of patience, there has to be a period of waiting. In order to produce fruit of love, there has to be an experience of hate. So the process has purpose. So we have to let patience have its perfect work, which is what James tell us, right? So that's the first thing that we have to understand as we change our perspective on fulfillment. So in understanding that, okay, I can't pray everything away then we also can't be in that season and complaining. There's a reason why there's so many warnings in the Bible about remaining grateful, about Paul saying how he learned to be content, right? Whether he he could be content, whether he was in jail or not. 
So can we be content in these seasons? And there's so much like that, that, that thing that's sucking the life out of us, that unfulfillment is because there's a bunch of people in the kingdom of God that aren't completing their process. And you're planting all of these negative seeds as you're complaining and you're, oh God, when is the end of this and all of that? And you don't even know that in this season for you to get to that next step, that there's some things that have to be uprooted out of you. There's some pride that can't reside there. There's some selfishness that can't reside there. There's some rudeness. There's some bad mind mindsets that can't reside. So there's some things that he's working out of us. And we can't be the ones to tell God how to do what he needs to do with his creation. You know what I mean? All right, so boom. So another thing that we have to change as far as our perspective on fulfillment is understand that God always gives more than what we could expect. That's some real good news right there. <laughs> so we're we're telling God, God, I want this thing. I want it now. But we don't know how God operates. We don't understand how God operates and how much he can blow our mind. We can't even fathom the things that he wants to do because our mind just isn't on that level. A great example. So when I went and I, I sought out, what is the first mention of fulfillment in the Bible? You know, I tell you, as you're studying the word, you want to use certain principles. And so the law of first, the law of first mention is that the first time that God mentioned something in the Bible, that's his, um, that's his original intention for that thing. So you can often get a good understanding of God's meaning in another place in the Bible. If you look up the first mention of that thing. So I looked up the first mention of fulfillment. And at first I was a little thrown off, like, God, what am I supposed to do with this? Because it took me to Genesis 25, 24. Um, and I definitely encourage you to read the full context of this. But the first mention of fulfillment says, so when the days were fulfilled for her to give birth, indeed, there were twins. And this is referring to Rebecca. So this is the wife of Abraham's promised son. Okay. So Isaac, so this is Isaac's wife and she was barren. And Isaac ended up having to intercede for her in order for her womb to be open. So then once her womb was open and she got pregnant, she had twins, right? She had Jacob and Esau in her womb and they were fighting. And so she was going through pain during that process. And so the very thing that she was praying for now has produced pain. So she goes to God um, and, and asks him like, you know, what, what is it that I'm feeling? What's going on with this? And then, um, then he lets her know what's going on. And so after that, it goes to this scripture. So when the days were fulfilled for her to give birth. Indeed, there were twins. And so when you look at like, wow, she was barren and God gave her twins. And even in that very thing that she was seeking God for, she had to experience pain. So the thing that God, like God is it, it preparing for the thing that we're praying for, but we're like, God, what's going on? And you're trying to pray stuff away that the, the pain he intended, because in her womb, there were two nations fighting. So there was purpose with that pain. And so there's purpose with your pain. But going back to God doing more than we could expect, how do you go from barren and praying for a child to now he gives you twins? And let's even take it back to Abraham. He just wanted a child. <laughs> I'm sure he just wanted a child, but God does exceedingly and abundantly and makes him a father of nations. He tells him to look into the sky. You can't even count the stars. And so you can't, you can't even count the descendants that I'm going to give you. Right. That's how God works. When you look at the Israelites who were in slavery, like I'm sure they just wanted to be free, but then God gives them a promised land with milk and honey. 
He can do exceedingly and abundantly more than what we think while we're complaining about this pain we're having to experience. But there's a process that he needs to complete in order for our days to be fulfilled. Mm, that's some good word. I don't know if it's good for y'all, but it's good for me. So fulfillment, again, is the result of the completed work. The completed work. So when you're so when you're looking and you're like, okay, why am I not fulfilled? Your process either isn't completed or you're being disobedient somewhere. You're not fulfilled and you're holding up the completion of your process because you're you're being disobedient. It's like, God, I want this next thing. I'm ready for this other thing. Okay, well, I told you to start doing this. Let's let's even take it to our finances, right? God, I'm ready for the increase. Where's my, where's the promotion? Where's the, the more and all of that? And you feel unfulfilled in where you are in your finances. But God is like, but did you obey when I told you to tithe? Did you hear me when I told you to serve that person? No, you couldn't hear because you was too busy complaining about the pain that you're experiencing. You were too busy complaining about the process. So we can't even, so maybe we're holding up our own completed work, chasing that destination. It's not in the destination. It's in the completion of the process. So what do we do with this? As we are, as we're trying to renew our minds, here's some prayer points that I want you to begin to pray. Lord, help me to navigate and sort my feelings in a way that leads to obedience. We can't continue to be led by our feelings. We can't. We are not going to get anything completed in the kingdom of God. We are not going to fulfill the purpose that he intended for us on this earth if we keep being led by our feelings. So ask God and pray to God to help you sort those feelings. We can feel he made us with feelings. He didn't say we had to be happy about doing everything. He said to have joy. And our joy is in the fact that we know that all things are working, working together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purposes. Don't mean we just hopping and skipping around every time we got to do something. <laughs> but so like, God, what do I do? I feel these feelings. I'm feeling them. Okay. How do I keep pressing forward? You have the ability to do it. That same power lives within you because it was within Christ when he was praying and he felt agony about having to go to the cross. Lord, take father, take this cup from me, but nevertheless, your will be done. So you can, you're allowed to feel the agony about doing the thing that God has called you to do, but you still got to do it. You still got to choose to do it. So we can't be so busy trying to pray things away and trying to bind and all this other stuff. God is using that. He's using it. So another prayer point for you, Lord, reveal to me the counterfeit things that are currently fulfilling me and reveal to me what it is that is counterfeit. Reveal the counterfeit things that are currently fulfilling me or the things that I think will fulfill me. The things that I'm praying for, thinking that that thing is going to fulfill me and allow me to see your process. Allow me to understand your process. Allow me to have a God's eye view of this situation in this process. We have to change our mind about fulfillment and what it means to be fulfilled. 
It's the completion of your process. So don't overlook the little things. Don't overlook the tears. Don't overlook the hurt. Don't overlook the pain. Trust God, anchor to his word. Because the good thing about his children is we get through it. We don't get stuck in it. We get through it. So I pray this truly blessed you. If it blessed you, let it bless somebody else. Don't keep this goodness to yourself. Again, ladies, come and join Women Who Will Ministries. Get in community with other sisters in Christ so we can really learn how to not only break this word down, but how to apply it to our lives and truly be changed. There's opportunities to donate there. If it's a blessing, allow us, allow us to be the place that can take your offering. Allow us to be that place so that we can go out and serve other women who are in the kingdom of God. We are women who will serve. So I thank y'all for listening. Leave a review, um, leave a rating, all of that good stuff. Follow us on social media, Women Who Will Ministries um, on social. And we also have the website, Women Who Will Media, Women Who Will Ministries.org. <laughs> y'all see, I'm excited because this word is still good, but I truly hope that this blessed you and I will see y'all next time. Oh, 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 oh,